This week on the Baseline Podcast, we talk about how the Reds are just struggling way beyond belief and how I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Then we talk about the bounce back. Can Ohio State bounce back from a very tough loss to Oregon and just destroy Tulsa, or are they going to have more struggles this week? Then we talk about the Browns and their very tough loss at the Chiefs, but how I still think they're Super Bowl contenders. All that and more on the Baseline Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Baseline Podcast, where we try to cover all the angles. We try to give you insight on every game that's happening in the week ahead, the previous week. We try to cover it all here on the Baseline Podcast. And if you're new, my name is Ben, and this is where I like to talk about sports and share everything I got, every knowledge that I have uh, with you on sports. So I'm so glad you are here. It's been a crazy week. Uh, I know this is going to probably come out. It might not even come out until Saturday morning. I have no idea. It's been a crazy week for me. I tried to take a little break. Uh, I was a little a little tired, a little exhausted this week, so I didn't get a chance to uh, record earlier and also record separate videos for the high State preview as well as the Browns preview, which are basically just snippets of this podcast. So that might happen, or I might just say, hey, check out this if you want the snippets. So we got a lot to talk about. We're we're going to be talking about how the Browns still suck. And they're, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. We'll also talk about the bounce back and how my teams, Ohio State and the Browns, can bounce back. And we'll also talk about our games of the week, the games that I'm looking forward to to watch, as well as the Ohio State and Cleveland Browns game. So let's start with baseball because, well, it's kind of sad and depressing for me because a month ago, not even a month ago, maybe three weeks ago, I was sitting here telling you that, you know, the Reds have a legitimate shot. They were like two games up in the wild card. And then here come the old St. Louis Cardinals who everyone, I mean, everyone was saying they were done about a month ago. They just don't have the team that they used to have. I was even watching like MLB on Fox and Ben Verlander was even saying like, you know, the Cardinals just just don't have the team and the Reds are that team. The Reds have proven that when their bats are not alive, they will lose games. And I have said that multiple times. And it just is unfortunate that, you know, the time, you know, back in early August, middle of August, you know, Joey Votto was hitting, they were all hitting really well. And now they all have hit slumps and, I'll say it and I'll say it again. If the Reds don't hit, they will lose every game. And they've lost, they lost two out of three of the Pirates. Like the Reds were having the easiest schedule down the road, down the end of the stretch here with the Cardinals having a super hard schedule, the Padres having a super hard schedule. And now you're setting yourself up where you won't make the playoffs. You'll probably lose Castellanos in free agency. And you're, you're back to where you were at the beginning of the year where everyone was doubting you as a legitimate team. And so I won't spend a lot of time on the Reds just because I'm really frustrated and I'll probably just say things that maybe don't need to be said, but like not in a bad way, just like, yeah, there is still, you know, what, 10, 11 games left or whatever. There's still time for the Reds to make a, make a push. You know, I think they play, I don't know who they play this. I, if they play the Dodgers, they might play the Dodgers this weekend, which then I change my mind and they'll definitely lose all these games. Uh, I believe they play who they play this weekend. Uh, they play the, oh, who is it? They play, yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah, they, they most likely will get swept and there'll be two games above 500 heading into the Pirates again. So I hate to be a downer, but I, I love my Reds. I wanted them to make playoffs again, but I mean, even if they would win, let's say they would even, like, even if they would, let's say, make the playoffs, they would have to face the Dodgers. I mean, 
whoever wins that second wild card spot is kind of screwed in my opinion. Um, but I think really the keys for them making the playoffs is the hitting has to just somehow wake up. Uh, and I think the pitching hasn't been terrible. It hasn't been great. They just got to be more consistent and, and maybe the reds will make the playoffs. Maybe they won't. Anyways, I'm probably going to be discouraged either way because they'll probably, they might lose. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll prove me wrong for once and for all and they'll make the playoffs. We'll have to wait and see. But that is uh, that is what the, the Reds are doing. Uh, it's sad. I'm trying to look for my water. I might need to get some water. Uh, never mind. It's fine. It's a podcast. Who cares? If I lose my voice, who cares? I've been teaching all week. Anyways, uh, that's the Reds. That's how the Reds are really sucking and maybe not make the playoffs. Who knows? Uh, but we go for the baseball diamond too well. The gridiron where, where really, yeah, there needs to be some bounce back this week from two of my teams that I believe shouldn't have lost either game last week, but we'll get that into a second. But yeah, before that, I'm going to go get some water so I can uh, quench my thirst uh, as we head into these next two segments. But I'll see you on the other side. Let's go talk some football. And we're back to talk about some football. We're here to talk about, well, both the NFL and college football. We're going to start out with my Ohio State Buckeyes who, well, I really don't want to talk about it too much because it was it was very depressing. My uh, my friend Jonathan and I, we were, Rebecca and I went over to their place, which is about, you know, 40 minutes away or so. And uh, we were so pumped. We were excited. Jonathan and I grew up Ohio State fans and here in Hungary. And now we live both here, live, we live here in Hungary now. And it was a very depressing time to watch that game. I saw so many things that need to be corrected. Um, and I'll say a few of them here. I think obviously the obvious one is defense. I mean, this, this defense is atrocious. And I'll be honest. This is the worst defense I've seen in all my life. I've been alive for 25 years and I've watched the high state football probably since I was a baby. I don't remember it, but this is the worst defense I have seen as I've watched the highest state. Like, they can't stop anybody. Like, you know, people are like, oh, they're going to blow out Tulsa this weekend. I'm like, I want to believe you. I think we're going to score a lot of points. I think it's going to be an angry team. But unless things change on the defense side of the ball, they're still going to score points. And, and that's what scares me. And that's why I think people doubt now them even making it to the college football playoff, uh, which I'll get to in a bit because I, I have a different opinion than most. But the defense is bad. Um, but it wasn't just defense. I think the offense, some dumb play calling by Ryan Day. I've never said that. But why would you go for it on fourth down? I know it was a long field goal, but you take your shot or you just pin him deep. I I don't know. I, there were some other calls where I was like, what, what are we doing? I think we need to run the ball more. I think Mayan Williams is a threat, even these other running backs. And I think you have to make a you, – you have to be consistent. Like I know he loves throwing it. He's got amazing wide receivers. Stroud had a heck of a game, not taking anything away from him. But you got to keep teams balanced and you got to be able to to and I think they did that for a little bit. But, you know, you look at the you look at the stat difference and, I, and I'll pull it up here because I mean, one thing is Oregon just ran the ball like all over our defense and they threw it. I thought the, the there was just non-existent pass rush from the defense, high state defense. But if we look at the Oregon game here and I pull up the stats, the shocking thing to me was is we only ran the ball 31 times. You might be like, that's a lot of times. I think part of it is the offense line wasn't doing much either. And, and I think 
I, I just think there's going to have to be some changes with you know how you balance the team, and these are just my opinions uh, in the future here. But I think you also got to. I, I we were joking about it, but I'm semi serious. Is fire fire coach Combs? Coach Combs has proven the last two years that he's not a defense coordinator. You have Al Washington who's sitting right there, who could be a great you know defense coordinator. Barnes is there as well. Like there's a lot of guys that could really do that job. We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to see if there's things that change. If not, then, well, you're kind of at the same spot. But I, I believe that, that you're going to see some changes here this week. Uh, and I think that's part of my keys to victory. Um, just because I, I think Ryan Day knows that he needs to change it now. So that when Big Ten play comes, you can you can answer it. Because, you know, people have different opinions. I still think this team will run the table. This team has a legitimate shot to go to the college football playoff. You know, Florida plays Alabama this weekend. That could change things up. You know, I think a high state, I hate to say it, but high state loss looks a little bit better than Clemson's loss just because they scored more points. Their offense looked a little better. But you're starting to pick, you know, really little things. Uh, I, and I also give good credit to Oregon. Oregon's legit. They proved they are legit. They are a top five team. I have Iowa in the Big Ten, who I'm now super worried about. They're looking like a, a top five, top four team. We'll see. And it's a long season. They're, you know, they, the, Haskell Garrett said it best. 2014 did it. We could do it now. And I, I believe that. They could still have a shot to make the college football playoff. So here we go. This week, they play Tulsa, a very bad team. Bad team. I didn't think they were this bad, but I watched their, their highlights, and they are bad. So I have three keys to victory. Um, three keys that I hope Ohio State will implement, mainly because I just think they should. But then again, it's it's all up to good old Ryan Day, who I still believe in, still the probably one of the best coaches in America. Here's my three keys. I think who coaches the defense is a huge, huge difference maker. Do they have a pass rush on defense? And can Stroud stay consistent? And I guess the run game goes in there as well. Who coaches the defense? The reason why I think this is so big is this. Ryan Day has come out publicly and said, we got to make changes. We're going to make changes. Things are going to happen. Will he pull the trigger and say, Coach Combs, you go back on the sideline or back up at the booth. We're going to call different plays. Someone's going to call plays. Because something has to change. You have to change the way you blitz. You have to change your cover packages. When you're running the same defense, and I saw it last week, Oregon, you go, oh, that defense, we're going to run this way. We're going to run this way. They made us look like Little League, a Little League team. Uh, and if Ohio State keeps the same defense, they could lose three to four, maybe five games this year. I'm not kidding you when I say that. I'm not saying that lightly. I hate to say that because I believe that this Ohio State team can also win the, the rest of their games. But when you can't stop the run or the pass, you can't outscore everyone. We proved that last week. We had 494 yards passing and scored 28 points. Something has to change. Who coaches the defense? It's probably one of the biggest things. I think it's the probably the biggest on defense. I think going with that is, is more steady linebacker play. I think, I think you have to find those linebackers that are going to get there. You know, be like the AJ Hawks. Be like the Bobby Carpenters. You know, the Spielmans, they're going to just put their nose in there and just say, I'm going to light up somebody, and I don't care. 
I think if you find those guys, and I think if you also find a pass rush, my second key was a pass rush. That has been non-existent. Outside of Harrison's strip sack, they have no pass rush. Where's JT Tulumala? Where's Sawyer? Where's Harrison? These guys got to show up. If this Ohio State team wants to go play in the college football playoff, these guys have to show up. They have to... Your defense starts with, hey, pressure the quarterback. If they have all time to sit back there, they can make passes left and right. And... I don't know. I, I'm I'm hoping, I really am, that that this defense could turn around this week and maybe maybe they get a shutout. If they get a shutout, that'd be huge momentum. Um then they play Akron, that'll be another win. Going into Big Ten play. I think that those would be huge, huge wins. Go three and one, go into Big Ten play, and then just start whooping some butt. Uh that's what I hope. That's what I say. And then the last point I said was Stroud staying consistent. The reason why I say that is because I believe that Stroud has been very good. Very good. There are moments when he makes bad throws. You know, at the end of the, you know, where he threw that interception. I know it's the end of the game, but, you know, you got to, you know, dump it down or just throw the ball away. You know, those little things. I know he's a freshman, but on top of that, you have to have a consistent running game. If you stop running the ball after the second quarter, third quarter, you're not going to be consistent, I think, in, in the long run. Help your quarterback out. You have the best wide receivers in the country, some of the best running backs. Give your quarterback the pressure leave the pressure off your quarterback um and i think that will make the difference and like i said they have a shot at the college football playoff they do all you high state fans stop saying our season's over including my father they have a shot they just have to be able to somehow right like push through this they need help they need help from some teams losing if oregon loses that'd be a, a pretty big one Iowa losing or they beating Iowa, you know, um, Cincinnati losing to Indiana on tomorrow, which is Saturday, could be a huge one. You know, there's a lot of games that could go Ohio State's way that could really help them, uh, but they just got to win. You know, that's like my dad always said, you got to worry about the one that's in front of you. Then you go to the next one, the next one. So that's my, that's my thoughts on the high state game. I think it's going to be a, a blowout. I really do. Uh, but we'll see how much the point, how many points they give up, things like that. So that's my take on Ohio state. I, I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, it's nine 30 here kickoff time, which is kind of annoying, but hey, it is what it is. So I hope those are your thoughts. I, I don't know what you're thinking. Please leave in the comments your thoughts on the uh, high state game. Uh, I'm really interested to hear what you have to say. And including that in college football, my game of the week for college football this week is Florida at Alabama. I'm going to say it right now. I believe Florida will upset Alabama. I'm saying it now. I'll probably be completely wrong, uh, but I, I'm going to say it now. I think Florida has a good shot to uh, in upsetting Alabama. I might just be saying that because I just don't like seeing Alabama win. But then again, don't we all? So that is my game of the week. I think that Florida has that. that They need that. I think they really need this win. I think Alabama could be caught on their heels kind of like Ohio State was. Similar rankings, 11-1, and one, where it was 12-3. and three. I wouldn't be shocked. Now, I wouldn't be shocked if Alabama wins either. So... Either way, I think you're going to see a heck of a game. I'm going to be watching it for sure. And uh, I hope you'll tune in to it as well. So with that, that's the end of college football. We're going to move on to the pro side. And we're going to talk about a little NFL football and how well the Browns hopefully can bounce back with a win this week. Let's do it.
So we're back on to the gridiron. We're going to now talk about some NFL, specifically the Browns and the, oh, I stayed up for this whole game last Sunday, which ended up being like my time, like two in the morning, a little less than two. It may have been like 1.30 in the morning here on Monday morning. So it was heart heart wrenching. It kind of sucked just to see that. Uh, I don't know. Seeing how the Browns like were that close and they had such a big, not a big lead, but just had such momentum going into halftime. And then Mahomes became Mahomes and Tyreek Hill became Tyreek Hill. And it was just done for there. Dropped punt. You know, a pickoff, so many different things. You know, it was tough. But I believe that, you know, the Browns are are legit. I don't, I'm not going to go back to saying the same thing I said, you know, last year at this time. Where I didn't think the Browns were legit. I legit thought that this was going to be a fluke. But no, here they are. As a Browns fan, I'm happy. Trust me, I was happy last year. I'll be happy again this year. The Browns, it was a tough loss, but I believe they are right up there with the best. The Super Bowl teams, they are there. I said before the season, this is a legit team. This is not a fluke. This wasn't a one-year fluke. Baker looked amazing. Besides the one pick, he had no touchdowns. He looked amazing. Chubb looked like Chubb. Hunt looked like Hunt. The defense was okay. They weren't great. They weren't bad. I think this team, if the offensive line could stay healthy, this team could be an amazing team. Um, they are that close. I mean, they are They are probably, you know, you take a few plays away, they are, they are winning that game in Kansas City. People don't realize that was in Kansas City. This team is good. They don't have Odell back yet. They don't have Del Pitt. They don't have some of these guys back that, are going to make a difference. They're going to add to the depth of this team. The Browns, kind of like Ohio State, is if they fix a few things, this team, I think, can go a long way. And this team could be a team that we see in January, in February, and make it a run. Excuse me. <clears throat> I like have a dry, dry mouth from teaching all day, so that's fun. But anyways, uh, back to uh, some NFL. So like I was saying, you know, the Browns, they're that close. Um, what are my keys to victory this week? This week they play the Texans, which, I mean, it's the Texans. They won last week, which I was shocked. Uh, I'm interested to see what happens uh, with the... I'm interested to see what happens if they'll ever play Deshaun Watson. I don't think they'll play him this week. They might not play him really at all. Um, but I am interested to see kind of what happens uh, with the Texans. I'm trying to find my my notes here, but okay. Anyways, I, I will just leave it there. Anyways, back to it. So yeah, the Browns, they're going to have a good, a good game. I, I believe the Browns will win. I'll go over my keys here in a second. My prediction for the Browns, I didn't give my prediction for Ohio State. My Ohio State prediction is like 58 to... 16, I think. So that's that's kind of where I'm at. Um, I think that the that's where I'm at with the, the Buckeyes game. The Browns game, I think it's gonna be like a 28-17 game. I think the Browns will pull it out. Um, my keys to victory is um my keys to victory are simply this three things. Kind of simple. I keep it to simple, you know? It's like a pastor. I keep it to three points. 
One, if the Browns can get May- Mayfield in the passing game more consistent with touchdowns, and that opens up the running game, when the running game opens up the passing game, if they keep that consistency going and maybe make it more consistent, they're going to win the game. If the defense cannot choke at the end, that would be huge. I think they're going to win. Uh, and then the lastly is play calling. I think you have to find more plays for the Chubbs, the Hunts, the Landrys. Get it creative. Get that creative uh, side of things. I mean, one of the biggest stars really in the game for me was Schwartz, the rookie. I think you're going to see more of him. He's more of like that deep threat that they don't have without Odell. And I think you're going to see a lot more of him. He's fat. I mean, he's super fast. But overall, I think the Browns have a really good shot to to win this game. I think they're going to win this game. Um, and yeah, I don't have a ton of keys for them just because I think they're really close. I think they're kind of one of those things where if they just play the game, play their game, they're going to win. Uh, and that's going to be the Browns for you. I, I really do. I think it's going to be a heck of a game. I can't wait to watch it. I think it's at seven. So it's like at a normal time for me, uh, which will be nice to watch that game uh, here in Hungary. So that is my keys to victory for the Browns. They're going to win, I believe, 28-17. The highest state I said it was like 58-16 to 16 or something like that. And with that, I'm going to give you my game of the week for the NFL, and I'm going to stick here with the Browns in Texas. The main reason, I'm not just getting lazy. I'm just seriously, I think this is going to be a game I think a lot of people should watch to really see how the Browns can bounce back. Is this legit, or are they going to go 0-2? If they go 0-2, next week will be a different podcast episode for sure. And with that, that is uh, all the sports I have for you today. I have a lot of things to do this weekend, so it's a little shorter episode. I'm hopefully in the next few weeks adding some more sports like tennis, golf. We'll see. Who knows? So uh, that is that is going to be it for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you've enjoyed this episode of the podcast, um, one, make sure you leave, the, leave it in the comments. Let me know you've loving it. Give me your score predictions, all that kind of stuff. That'd be really cool to have. Um, and if you have those predictions, you can always just text me or message me too. I, I don't care. Either way, I want to see those. And if you've loved it, go ahead and make sure it's favorited on all your local podcasting things, wherever they you get your podcast from. If you're on like Spotify, it's there. I, Apple iTunes has been weird, so hopefully it'll be up on iTunes soon. And if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and click that thumbs up button, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell. I can see all of your great comments and I can also see all your encouragement, maybe things you want to see, those kind of things. And you can also see all my videos as well. So once again, I want to remind you that uh, I hope that you have an amazing day. Hope that you have an amazing weekend. Remember, come back next week for a new fresh look at sports where we try to cover all the angles here on the Baseline Podcast. And until then, we'll see ya.